0: Welcome to The Old World Lives, a War of Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode.
1: Hello and welcome to The Old World Lives. In this segment, me and Joe here. Hello, Joe. Hello. You might uh, remember Joe from uh, from the Bringing Back 6th edition. Yep. The tournament that was uh, in March, was it? Yeah,
0: March, uh, I forget the date now, March the 2nd, I think, 2019.
1: Yeah, a while back. And uh, so after that event, we decided to do a a real-time event in Albion. So we're going to go through what happened in the event that we held and also uh, what we have planned for the next one.
0: Yeah, Um, so... Nicholas asked me just to go through um, how the event runs and and then what happened on the actual day. So the idea is that you have three separate teams, um, a good team, an evil team, and a neutral team. And we divided all the factions into those, those three teams. And then we had uh, four players on each team, um, and they would have their own armies on a map of Albion and that map has their army figure represented uh, on the big screen. And basically, wherever they move their army figure, um, they when they come into contact with another army, they then fight on a table. So it's a bit like uh, Total War, if you're familiar with Total War, where you have your armies moving around the big map, and then when it meets another army, you fight on the battle map.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is a system that's been made up by a friend of mine, uh, Eric from Denmark, and he's used it for uh, 30k versus heresy. And uh, I thought the system was great. I played it in that. Uh, so decided to try and port it over to this, which I think worked perfectly. This, and I think Albion is like a a great location for this as well because it's like a contained geographical area and yeah. it's, it's neutral so it's it makes sense that people would fight over it.
0: Yeah, no one's got like home territory advantage or anything like that. Yeah, and you're right. It's cuz it's an island you can't say oh I move off the map or anything like that cuz it's just <laughs> an island and that's that's all you've got to fight over. Um and it's got like really cool lore and themes and so like some of the territories we put down were like special territories. So we had the Ogham Stones, uh, which are modeled after Stonehenge. And they had the Citadel of Lead. as a big castle keep. And there. there was other ones as well, like the Giant's Causeway, where if you conquered that, then you could get giants in your army. So yeah, there's there some cool features of the map. Um, but it was basically uh, every hour you count up the number of territories that your team has and also any ongoing battles and that's the number of points you get and you just keep adding that onto your team's score every hour and then highest points at the end wins so yeah, yeah it's really cool cool format doing things in real yeah. time and yeah
1: i think it was uh, also it's great to have like an albion team because uh, like your was bringing back sixth edition and like when sixth edition dropped one of the first things was albion uh, yeah the campaign but like I think it's really hard to do like a, a prolonged campaign with a lot of people like in different locations and then you got to try and organize them so i think uh, this system is really great for like getting like a campaign feel in a very short time
0: yeah you're right yeah because i mean the ultimate would be if we had all these different sixth group six edition groups across the country and coordinating them to do like a big campaign like storm of chaos or something like that i mean that would be the ultimate thing to do but we're just bringing back 6 now and the revival is going really well but this is yeah this is perfect for like having a one day or a two day event where you get a group of people together and it feels like a real campaign and and uh you have lots of different battles in different locations against yeah. different opponents sometimes multiple opponents on in the same battle so yeah
1: yeah You're you right. really have a, like a, a story afterwards as well like oh what happened in the day like oh yeah first i went over there and fought that army and then uh I was stuck fighting at the Ogham stones or whatever. Like you, you can make decisions that influences your day. It's not like, just like, Oh, I played three battles. I won two and I lost one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You have an overall narrative of the entire event rather than, like little individual well, you get little individual ones as well as an overall narrative, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, this was like a, what we brought into the system because like yeah, it's a campaign a map system, it's real time; so everything moves while you're fighting and stuff. and then what we brought in from the, the supplement is uh, we used the agents uh, on the board because like there were agents in the, the Albion supplement, so I thought that would be great to have them in there, the dark emissaries and truthsayers. And since we had like yeah. a third faction, we had to get a neutral faction as well. It wasn't really in the book. So we yeah. decided for uh, the Femir, just a, a classic race. Uh, Games Workshop tried to make <laughs> like they're a very original uh, fantasy yeah. race that wasn't a that Tolkien knockoff, pretty much. Uh, but it might have been a bit too original. So they kind of <laughs> scrapped that idea. And then brought it back small scale in eighth edition. So, you know, we got some of those models and got some rules for them. And yeah, I think it, it worked pretty well. It's a fitting faction, it's Swamp Monsters.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely worked well. And I, I think the agents is a really good idea because that's part of how um, the campaign goes. It's rather than just like a load of people turning up on the day with their armies and you kind of trying to have to force a narrative onto it. Because you have the agents and you can use them in battle or you can use them on the map and they have their own specific rules, that like draws the whole campaign together for, for all the different teams because everyone's, you know, after killing each other's agents to stop them having them. Um and also they're gonna come across them on the battlefield. So it brings it all yeah, it brings it all together rather than just like having a series of battles against uh a number of different armies uh having their agents in there mean mean it gives it the same cohesive flavor that everyone has. Yeah. Um so that was really good. So then, so shall I talk about
1: the how the day went? Uh, yeah, just uh, should we talk of any planning with it before? I don't know. Like we, we planned this uh, pretty long ago, like pretty soon after the. Yeah. bringing it back to sixth edition. We drew this up, made the plans, and then we had everything ready. And then it's like a pretty long time until the event itself came. And then it felt like, as always, you kind of do everything at the end. Uh, like you got uh, the map done uh, a while back and it was a great map. Like you printed a couple of uh, physical maps. Like we had the digital yeah. ones as well. but Then you did the big physical ones and they're awesome. Uh, your brother did those, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so we started planning, I think in April, because it was about a month after Bring Back 6. And, uh, and we planned to have the event in August. Um, And so we wrote down like various things that we needed to get together. And so I started building the Ogham stones um, because I was going to do that, model that myself. And then uh, I got uh, my brother, Dave, uh, who's an illustrator to take the Albion map and kind of redraw it with territories and different features that we wanted on there and then had those printed. And that was the same map that we used the digital, digital copy of for the, um, for the actual day. So it was really good because you had a physical map there amongst the tables, which was orientated the same way as the map on the screen. So you could basically the tables um, where you entered onto a table was the same edge you entered on that your army entered on from, via the screen, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, it kind of really fit in really well having the physical models moving on a map as well as the digital
1: ones. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice to have the map in the, the room as well to see people standing over the map, just uh, Planning. stroking their beards their <laughs> and yeah. wondering where they should move their armies. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's really good. Yeah and so well so we had to get a load of different uh, things together like scenery and and boards and stuff but um that was achieved mainly by offering people discounts if they could bring stuff with them and uh the Canterbury crew Canterbury crusaders came through with uh, quite a lot of of stuff as well so that was really good yeah it was um,
1: great i mean the the money that we would get we would use to just buy scenery so that was a great way of just uh, easing our work a bit
0: yeah so in the end all we made a lot of was swamps um and then we used the money uh, to buy the models for the agents and the, and you were painting those um really good job on those by the way <laughs> and <Thank you>. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um yeah and then bought some refreshments and um some prizes and things with the rest of the money and medals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah. and uh, the event was held at uh, school, school you yeah. work at?
0: Yeah. So, this is the Coopers Company and Coborn School. Um, so, we had it in the in the theater there. And so, a big, it's a nice big floor, nice big screen.
1: Yeah. That might have been uh, one of the best venues I've been to an event at. Ever.
0: Wow. It's great. Well, we're going to use
1: it again. So, that's good news as well. <laughs> because, uh, they, like it have been raining the week before so I thought like yes this is going to be perfect Albion weather and then when the event rolled around <clears throat> it got super warm like high 20s yeah super it was warm
0: quite sunny yes
1: yeah, so I was thinking like oh this is gonna be off we're gonna be stuck inside and everyone's gonna be sweating and complaining but the room was perfect like had, like blackout curtains and really high ceiling it's great
0: yeah I think it's air conditioned as well so I think yeah it was it was really nice actually we were nice and comfy inside it wasn't too hot and um yeah yeah there was uh blackout curtains and things so you could see everything really well um yeah so the day the day itself uh it was definitely a bonus having uh, eric who came over from denmark just to help us make sure the system all worked properly because he he made the system for 30k like you mentioned and so he came over and we were we he'd got a dog's of war army and so we came up with the idea that after the first hour the team that was losing would get eric joining their their team so they'd have five armies rather than four and that worked really well and whenever the hour would go by he would join the other the team that was in last place but i think he only changed once um, and then that was it um, yeah, yeah, that was really good, and um, I, th- I think so. The only thing uh, I think that uh, we needed to improve next time was just because uh, it's a real time event. Like some of the turns were going on too long. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the one of...
1: the actual games are dragging on too long to keep up. Yeah. with like what was happening on the map
0: yeah exactly so people were like waiting to arrive on a table and you have to wait till the turn finishes that you arrive on the on the next turn and the the turn the ongoing turn was like taking about half an hour to an hour on one of the tables and so that was the only thing which was kind of a bit like uh what can we do in this situation um but we've solved that for the next one but i'll talk a little bit about that later so but other than that it was it was it was awesome you had at one point two of the teams started to negotiate to kind of like bring down the lead team and they offered <laughs> to trade territories and yeah so it was really
1: it broke yeah. down immediately it was, it was awesome but
0: yeah they couldn't they couldn't trust each other so, so it stopped yeah
1: like not even like after a battle or something it was literally five minutes after they made the deal they were like well actually we're not going to give you this territory and then they started fighting <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it didn't last long the alliance was like yeah you're right it was like five to ten minutes before they were like oh no we're not gonna do it <laughs> um and then yeah the, the uh everyone seemed to be having a good time there was um definitely points where like people were trying to finish up on one table so they could move over to another table and get stuck into a battle there so that was really good that was the exactly the kind of thing we wanted to happen um and yes yeah, so it went went really well so we we're thinking of doing a two-day event in january uh same setting alvean and obviously with two days you've got more time for kind of having the negotiations and having the the battles ongoing over the saturday to the sunday
1: yeah and, i think uh, uh, like yeah. today you will get a, a way better experience from the campaign because i especially since it was the first time for people people didn't really get a hang of uh the strategy part until like halfway and uh and like negotiating and stuff like that and then it was kind of over so i think like yeah a, a two-day will be great and like people will like get the system during the day and then yeah sure they can, like go and rest and then like they can make plans go to the pub and make some devious plans with the uh, other
0: teams maybe yeah yeah
1: <laughs> maybe some double crosses and then they'll come back in the morning ready for war
0: yeah yeah it would be really good um so we're going for january the 11th and 12th um and it's like the changes we're making we're going to have a timer on each table and the timer is there as an option for your opponent to use and they would if they want to use it they can time your movement magic and shooting and all combined and uh, if you go over 20 minutes for movement magic and shooting then they can say right we're going straight to combat and then there's no time limit for the combat phase but you just have to go straight to combat after 20 minutes and then hopefully that will cut down people's turn times because there'll be less like um umming and ah ahhing and just getting stuff done then and uh, uh that's the main change we've got um end of the day conditions, win conditions. So if there's like an ongoing battle and it's the end of the day, we've got conditions for sorting out who wins that table. Um, oh, and we're dropping the points to uh, 1,250 just to make it more streamlined and quicker. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you still have more battles throughout the day, basically. And uh, as you said, with the win conditions at the end, uh, when I was like at the end... <clears throat> Like on the tables, you could kind of see who was winning. So felt like people didn't really feel like fighting the last twenty minutes or something because they didn't really matter because they knew who was going to win and they just wanted. Yeah,
0: well, to kind of stay and on even like even like after when when it's like gets to four o'clock and you know that the day finishes at five, and you know you could get into a battle, but it's probably going to last longer than an hour. So is there any point in doing it? And so, yeah, that's what people are kind of trying to weigh up at the end of the day. And really, we want them fighting to like tooth and nail till the last minute. And so with these end of the day conditions, then it'll encourage people to get stuck in, even if they've got like only half an hour to play and say, yeah, yeah. it'll so, definitely improve it. Yeah.
1: So we were trying to come up with this, uh, like how it will work and just like straight off using the, the battle score from a regular game doesn't really work because they're not regular battles and people can come in and drop out during the battle. So we Yeah, yeah just... so you,
0: yeah. You could kill you could p- kill someone's like entire army and but then someone else turns up and then you don't know what your victory points were cuz they've left so Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, we settled for uh table quarters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Got to double check now. So table quarters and if table quarters is a tie then it's just points left on the table yeah so if yeah you're both holding your side like two quarters each or just you're both really battered and just holding one quarter each then well they're
0: all contested
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) then whoever's got the biggest army will win
0: yeah yeah which means you wanna try and do as much damage as possible uh or take well first you wanna take control of as many table courses as possible, which means you want to get stuck in, and then once you're stuck in, you wanna do as much damage as possible, so that you've got more points than the other person, so yeah, it's really good um yeah, I think that's mostly it, isn't it?
1: yeah, I just want to say also uh during the day uh kind of generally what happened uh yeah i think the the, the chaos side <clears throat> they were they had their strategy plan like they had a, a great plan from the beginning and then the uh the good side kind of got bogged down a little in the beginning it got a bit indecisive and then the neutral team was just kind of slow start the north
0: yeah, yeah yeah so we kind of should i go through like a brief recap then so we had the, the the evil team, which is mainly chaos. There was, a, there was a dark elf player in there as well, I think. And uh, they, their plan was, like, take control of the giant's causeway get giants into the army and then go down to the Ogham stones and try and get the Ogham stones off the good team. Um, so that was their plan. And they, they did it really well. They got the giants causeway really early on. And then they got stuck in at the Ogham stones. The good team, they kind of had this opportunity to spread out and they just kind of took the first two territories close to them and then didn't really do anything. And just were kind of waiting for the evil team to get to them. And they did go down to the Ogham stones Um, and get there first um but then they hadn't managed to capture it before the the evil team showed up and contested it so they didn't really accomplish anything because they didn't get the bonus of the ogham stones because they were too slow to get there so that was like that was like uh, their opening moves and then the neutral team yeah just slowly spread south from the north and then uh and then all the clashes started to happen. So, neutral and evil were battling over the Giants Causeway. The neutral and the good team were battling in over on the northeast side. And then the good and the evil teams were battling over the Ogham Stones. And basically, um, that's that's kind of how the day went from then on with just like territories changing hands in those those areas and no one getting the Ogham stones because just more and more armies joined the battles <laughs> and just yeah, it, yeah. the fight just went
1: on and on. Um, and the, the evil side kind of held the good side in place there while their agents were used. Just- taking the whole of the south of the island
0: yeah a bunch of points yeah so yeah the evil team did a really good job of holding off both the good and the neutrals while the rest of their agents just took all the territories you're right and so they were doing really well and they were in the lead for quite a lot of the day and that's where you had the good good neutral alliance short-lived alliance where they were going <laughs> to stop fighting each other to attack the evil team and i was like I got excited at that point because I was like, yes, this is what we need. We're going to see some dramatic shift in like the battle lines. And then it all broke down and <laughs> they just went, carried on and re-attacked each other in the same place rather than somewhere yeah, else. And,
1: and John, uh, <clears> the <throat> uh, Skaven player in the neutral team, he had snuck around like the entire line. Like there was a gap in the evil size lines. So he snuck in his Skaven army and he was like, rounded all of their territories and went back up <clears throat> to neutral and they were fighting over giants cosplay and he managed like a <laughs> heroic wrath victory over eric who uh, uh, aligned his dogs of war to the good side where eric was just about to crush the skaven and then he managed to the Skaven managed to kill his general i think somehow and the entire dogs of war army routed this <laughs> yeah the-
0: yeah yeah, no, that was a really good moment. Yeah, <laughs> and Eric ha- had been on the neutral team and had switched over to the good team because Good had dropped into last place, and so he had been on their side, and then suddenly he was an opposing army in in their territory. Yeah, 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 and so yeah, so it kind of went it went on a bit like that. There was some uh, clashes in the middle between um, neutral and evil, but. Um, uh the battle eyes tended to stay like that with neutral managing to take a few territories that evil had at the beginning and then that may basically just managed to tip it into the neutrals for a neutral win i think they won by like two or three points so it was really close which is good it shows that they it was a well matched well matched game um and uh and yes the neutrals won the day and they were very happy with it <laughs>
1: Uh yeah yeah it was very close then I think I don't remember the final score but I think it was like seventy five to seventy three the bad yeah it was, was something like bad. that yeah and then, it was uh, good was at fifty something I think
0: yeah they were, yeah fifty two or something they they uh they didn't really have the really they their alliance with the neutrals if they had followed. They were the ones who broke it up, I think. Well, maybe it was mutual. But if the if the good team had actually made that alliance work, then they really could have um got back into the game. But as soon as that alliance didn't go through, they didn't have a chance of recovering, even with Eric. But then Eric lost against the Skaven, as you said. So that kind of their bonus of having an extra player didn't help them very much in the end. Yeah.
1: Uh, I also want to say that during the day, I had the task of being the weatherman. So every oh, hour, yes. uh, the weather would change. So we had this weather chart from the Albion book. Uh, so yeah, you get to roll on it. And in the original campaign, it changes per turn. We made it so it's globally every hour. So the first roll, I rolled and nothing happened. And I got super disappointed because I really wanted some crazy weather during the day. And then <laughs> I rolled again and it went... Uh, up, So you can go like up and down. You start in the middle and goes up and down. And both ways are bad, just in, in different ways. So I think it started with like a light drizzle and then it turned into fog. So people couldn't see very far. And then this fog turned into rain, which made shooting worse, which was the, the, a constant pain for the Empire players and the High Elves. Yeah. And uh, and then it just got worse. Like
0: <laughs> It went into hailstones at one point,
1: didn't it? Yeah. At the okay. end, it was just like the worst weather you can imagine. Just like fist-sized hail, hailstorm, just everywhere. Like <laughs> Minus two to shooting, flyers can barely fly, and it was, it was terrible. Well, was, I think it was, it was flyers
0: crazy. on ground movement only, basically. Yeah, because they'd already had like driving rain where flyers had their movement halved, and then they it went to hail, and it was like flyers are on the ground now. <laughs> no flyers. <Yes. laughs> Um, yeah, I think that was something people hadn't factored in because it was all there in the tournament pack.
1: Um, yeah, and so uh... the, the evil side had factored yeah. in because, like, I set up some uh, group chats. For this and of them so they could discuss some strategies and the evil side were like oh we should wait to attack the, the good guys uh, until the weather gets worse because then they'll, their shooting won't be as good so that was, that was really fun like they're taking the weather into their strategic planning that's great
0: all right okay so they had cottoned on to it well i know one of them had asked me quite early on they'd he'd said um oh won't shooting armies have an advantage because they can just shoot, do some damage to the army that's coming on, and then hopefully that army routes and before it gets to them. And I'd just gone. I don't think shooting's going to be a problem. You need to have a look at the weather <laughs> chart, and then uh, and then they yeah you're having those chats. Um, you'd set up those chats on on messenger. And they were all strategizing in the evil team around the weather. And I was like, okay. So they have read up on it now. So that's good. Yeah. So (laughs) I think next time people will be more aware. (laughs) And uh, it's not that you can't take shooters. You just have to like realize their limitations.
1: Yeah. 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 I thought it was uh, added a great atmosphere to the day. Made you feel like you're an Albion. I think it's going to be even better in january as well and the weather will probably be just like a weather chart
0: yeah it will be raining outside almost definitely and uh and the great thing is that um i just think i just think it's going to be better in in so many different ways mainly because the real-time aspect um will factor will factor in more with people um having to move quicker and maybe take slightly quicker turns so that they can get to other boards and um you know, save their teammate from destruction, and I think all those all those kind of things will happen over over the course of the weekend. Whereas in one day, you only get them a couple of times. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's going to be great. So sign up now. The event is. Uh it's announced it's it's open you can buy your tickets. yes
0: i can yeah i mean the good team we've got five people per team we might even go to more although i haven't discussed that yet with nicholas but at the moment it's five people a team and the good team is already full so uh-huh. if you want to join if you want to join the good team we can put you in reserve but it's already full and um then there's spaces on the evil team and there's spaces on the neutral team so if you have uh, chaos armies or dark elves or vampires, then join the evils. And if you've got, like, wood elves or tomb kings or orcs and goblins or ogres or dogs of war, those are the neutrals. Um, or if you've got a good army, then you can go on reserve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll try and fit you in as well, Hugh. is if you really want to go, then you have a good story for why your army could be neutral then maybe we can put you in neutral.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, because last time we had too many evil players and not enough neutral players. So John, with his Skaven, joined the neutrals, even though they're basically evil. <laughs> <laughs> and he did really well. So he was happy.
1: He was on the winning team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's Skaven. Always, they don't care about loyalty as long as they're on the winning team. No, they only care about Skaven. <laughs> <laughs> and even that, not a lot. So... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, anything more you want to say about the event?
0: Uh, no. Just um, yeah, have a read through of the tournament pack, and if you've got any questions, do ask. Because um, yeah, it's best to get those out of the way beforehand, and so and you know more about the event. On oh, the only other thing is like yeah, the system of moving your armies, we're doing via um, a website. So. You need to have a phone that's able to connect to the internet. Well, there will be Wi-Fi there, but uh, yeah, make sure you've got a smartphone, but most people do. And it's really simple. You just click on where you want to go, and it just starts moving your army there. So, yeah. yeah, it's
1: really smooth. Uh, yeah, and the, the link to the event is uh, on uh, on Facebook, on uh, the Warmer 6th edition. Uh, it's also on the Old World page. Lives page. Yeah. Yes, yeah uh i think the video that we made is that in this event as well or in the previous one
0: uh yeah it should be there yeah because i posted it to the event although in that i talk about 1500 points when it's 1250 this time yeah
1: yeah well anyway we did a a video explaining the how the real-time aspect works so if you're not sure how that works or if you want to partake in a a complicated campaign then uh, you just watch that video (laughs) and you will find out that it's pretty straightforward just move around yeah
0: it kill stuff it might sound a little bit complicated but it's definitely really straightforward i mean the guys the guys on the day picked up picked it all up in about five to ten minutes they're all basically with it and then it was just um more kind of like getting used to moving their agents which was the only other thing so yeah
1: yeah yeah Alright. So uh yeah, thank you very much for coming on, Joseph. Hi, you're welcome. I hope we will see some of the people listening to this at the event in January in yes. Lon- London, England, by the way, in case we didn't yeah. say that.
0: Upminster, uh Upminster, London, England, eleventh to the twelfth of January. Be there. And be square. <laughs> yeah, square based. <laughs> Time have ended. And the realm of elf, dwarf
1: and man shattered. But in a heart the old world liveth.